most people go right into the strength or weight training, right? Because they want the they want the physical looks, right? Or they want to feel strong, which is fine, right? But it's like building a house. You wouldn't start with the roof first, right? And then lay the foundation. You gotta lay the foundation and then go from there. So people don't realize that you can build a lot of health-related results through physical therapy work. Are you looking for all the benefits of a keto diet, but don't want living the keto lifestyle to be your second full-time job? I'm Kristen Scaff, and on this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you cut through the keto confusion and navigate your way to a healthier, happier you. If you're looking for some mouth-watering recipes that take less than 10 minutes to prepare, then head over to ketotimehacks.com and grab a free copy of my cookbook, 10-Minute Keto Comfort Foods. Just cover the cost of shipping. But for now, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Real Keto Talk. We have an amazing guest today. I'm very, very excited for this, and I think everyone's going to find this super helpful. So, one of the things that we talk a lot about is kind of figuring out how to navigate this journey, figure out what's not working, kind of dig in, customize things for ourselves. And this guest is going to be the perfect person to talk about that. And we're going to be on the fitness side of things today in terms of reaching our goals. So let me introduce Rich Alton. How are you, Rich? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited. Rich uh, was, uh, unfortunately for him, probably, Rich was my trainer for a while and had to deal with all of my crazy stuff. But one of the things that uh, always fascinated me about Rich is that he is not the typical walk into the gym and do the same thing kind of a trainer at all. And I want to um, have Rich talk a little bit about his approach what he does and some of the things that he does that you're not going to see a lot of other people doing that um, everybody might want to look into a little more. So first, Rich, I want to let everybody know about your background, which is extensive. And tell us a little more about what you do, what you've done, what type of um, people that you train. Give us give us a little more detail about your background. Well, I uh, the fitness journey actually started probably 25 years ago, I actually started uh, in martial arts first. So I've been a, probably a martial artist, you know, first and foremost. And uh, at that time, studying martial arts, what I was really learning in martial arts, not just about uh, reality-based martial arts, I was learning self-defense, uh, reality-based martial arts. But what I actually was really learning was, to me, was a system, was a very scientific system that had all kinds of different philosophies that had to do with life, had to do with concepts that, that were built around science, uh, anatomy, kinesiology, and as, as well as different fighting styles and stuff and interpersonal conflict. So I was always interested in how things actually worked. I, you know, trying to find like the good, better and best, you know. And, and so like in martial arts, you know, there's a lot of things about how to deliver force and power. In the fitness industry, there's things like that, force, power, leverage when it comes to, you know, creating strength. And um, so I was always fascinated by how that worked. And I was always tracking to see how I could get better. Like I wanted to be as good as I could. And I wanted to know how I could 
eventually take what I was learning and take it into like perf the performance aspect of, of the body and stuff, because, you know, I kind of, I realized for me, like I was kind of gifted with, uh, to being very quick and agile and stuff. And I always had good endurance, but I, you know, I wasn't really um, like maxly strong. And so I want to know how to get faster. I want to know how to get more powerful. And so when I started pursuing fitness and weight training for martial arts, I was like, well, I need to get stronger and bigger because I'm generally kind of a, you know, a tall, but kind of, you know, skinny guy. And as I pursued a trainer who helped me, you know, put on size and strength over a period of time, I started to take my martial arts into the MMA industry and I wanted to start competing in it. Because I thought what I was learning as a fighting system, I think well, it was very superior. And I was like, this would work for anybody who's willing to put in the work to, to, to do this. But little did I know, as I started to pursue the strength training aspect of it, I was, it was not the right training for what I was doing. And so even though I got bigger and stronger, like it only had so much effect. Like I didn't have the endurance. I was losing speed. I was losing flexibility. Uh, you know, but I could pick up a refrigerator and throw it one time and that was it. You know, guys who were not as strong as me or smaller than me, you know, what I would wrestle with and spar with and stuff, like they could, you know, kind of still deal with me or control me or something like that. And I'm like, this is weird. So, you know, plus, you know, all the eating that came involved to get bigger. And uh, so I realized that from there that training has to be specific. It has to be sports specific if you are an athlete. And so after several years of training with, the, you know, a trainer and stuff, I started to try to do it on my own. And so what, what he gave me was a base, but the type of training that he was doing was more like what I call like general fitness. It was just being strong with weights, right? Uh, it wasn't, it not, didn't really have a carryover to dynamic sports and stuff like that. So, so it, it, it was effective, but it wasn't an effective in a way if you wanted to something like martial arts where you need to be able to jump, you know, move quickly and react and you know, have endurance, especially in, you know, MMA or boxing where you got, you know, long duration of action going on. And um, so from there, I started figuring out, researching, okay, what is speed? What is power? What is flexibility? What is endurance? Different types of strengths and stuff. And I realized there was different types of strengths. And so I started learning about these things and writing all this stuff down and started just playing around in it in the gym. And, um, like I, re I started to figure out that like, wow, okay, it, the more an athlete is really sound with their technique, the more they have to train in different things other than what they're doing to, in order to improve. I mean, you've been, you know, uh, swimming all your life. You used to be a swimmer. If you've been swimming 30 years of your life and, you know, you want to get faster at your stroke and something like that, you keep swimming and swimming is not going to do it because your body only knows how to generate some more sports, you have to do other activities that would transition over to that, that sport, assuming you have good technique, right? Technique is always first and foremost. So when I was, when I was trying to figure this stuff out, the next thing that happened was I started to come across physical therapy and injuries. And I started I would, you know, at the gym, I'd look around and I'd always see guys talking, you know, big guys, and they'd always be going like this with their neck and shoulders and stuff after sets and stuff like bench pressing. And I'm like, 
that guy must got an issue with his neck or shoulder because he, he's just having a conversation, moving his shoulder around. Or, uh, you know, I could see like I look at people's postures and I could see this, you know, this posture, you know, their head forward and stuff. Or I could see like, one shoulder higher than the other. Or I could see them, you know, they have this hip hike when they walk. And I just I just picked up on those things on people and um, really didn't want to figure it out. I just noticed it. Well, one day at the gym, I had just gotten to the gym to work out myself and I had uh, went to stretch. And uh, one of the things I always like to do is I like to kind of hang, grab and hang up on the pull-up bar just for a second, just to kind of let my lats and my upper back stretch. Well, I went to do that with one arm. And, and as I did that, I felt this sharp shooting, like tear and rip in my shoulder and down on my lat and immediately just sharp meant this pain went up my hand. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what the heck was that? That was weird. And it was so excruciating pain. I just, I was like, well, I'm done. So I just went back home. I went to the gym just to experience that and went home. And I said, I must have just hung, you know, hung on it a little too much. And I couldn't hold my whole body weight up. And I didn't even take my feet off the ground either. I just kind of leaned into it. And so probably about three or four days went by. And, uh, you know, it, you know, it went away for the most part and stuff. And so I had went back to the gym to resume training. And then one day I was doing some chest exercises and I uh, had uh, laid on a bench on a, on, a, on a flat bench and I was doing some dumbbell presses and I brought the dumbbells down in position like this. And as I brought the dumbbell down in position, I felt this pop right in the front of my shoulder. So now I have something on the back of my shoulder here. And then running down under my armpit, down to my lat, and on the front. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell was that? And uh, I was like, well, that's probably my, my, my bicep tendon just popped for a second in here. So, uh, you know, I just kind of worked out through it and stuff. <clears throat> and I went home. And uh, that really just kind of uh, aggravated it. And that was in like in 2010. And my whole trap and shoulder just inflamed that I couldn't even lift my hand up you know like brush my teeth and that was like that for years and uh i didn't have insurance at the time and stuff and i never got it looked at but i'm like i must have tore something so from there i started to figure out okay why do people have get these things and stuff i've been working out for so long and i've never had that and that allowed me to kind of start looking into the physical therapy stuff so as I started to rehab my shoulder and I got it back to, you know, you know, most of the part is now, it, you know, it, it works and stuff. Cause I couldn't even do this before that. Uh, when people started to, uh, you know, pursue uh, me for training and stuff, they would say, uh, you know, I had them fill out this questionnaire and I, do you have any injuries? Do you have this and that? And they'd start telling me, I have a shoulder issue or I have a knee issue. And I was like, okay, what's going on with your shoulder? Um, well, I, you know, I tore something in here like that. So, I'm like, okay, so that made me, that kind of prompted me to start going, okay, we're going to have to go at your weight training or your health training differently and stuff. And so I started experimenting with different kinds of concepts, not even telling them what the heck I was doing. Well, you know, not even know if it was going to work or not, right? I just started testing things. And uh, some of it was kind of just a gut feeling like this is what I need to do. And uh, some of it was just like I had researched on it. And so I just started, you know, uh, working on on their 
kind of finding where their shoulder may have really, you know, it may have hurt here, but it may have been out of alignment here. I'm like, well, you know, I'm like you have a tight neck, your neck is out, you have a cervical out here or something like that. Or you have a rib that's out or something. And, you know, after a while that's been pulling on this muscle in here like that, or, or what, how'd you hurt your shoulder? Well, I heard it doing heavy bench presses. And I was like, you know, a lot of people have those problems doing those movements. And it just kind of made me realize that like a lot of these movements and stuff that are popular that promote, you know, certain strength or, or size, if you use them a lot over time, they cause a lot of repercussions and stuff. You know, I see big guys who like to squat, bench press and deadlift. They're huge guys, you know, but they can't move. And they're always, they're real, they have very limited range of motion and uh, low energy and stuff. And I'm like, all right, you know, all training has its place somehow. All, all exercise modalities have its place, but you have to know what they do and kind of some of the repercussions and use them accordingly. And then some are just, you know, are just plain out horrible, especially if a person is completely, you know, messed up muscular wise. Right. So let me interrupt you on that, because I want to I want to ask you something about what you just said. So is it safe to say that that it is not going to be the same workout that's going to be right for everybody? In other words, like, is that it's not like do this and if you do this you're going to be in good shape. Do you, this is, there's not a one size fits all for, for training. Is it, are we safe no. to say that that's true? Absolutely. And the reason why that's like that is because let's say, for example, you know, that uh, a trainer says, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to warm up. We're going to warm up with our workouts. So we're going to run on the treadmill and you got a, you know, you got a, a knee replacement, right? Or you have a, a, a knee, a knee problem. And you can't run very well. You can run, but you have to really modify it, right? You can see all this, their whole body is just not, it'd be silly to do that because you're just making their issue worse, right? So you either have to tackle what that is, the origin of that, and try to recorrect that so they can run and walk very Because if they can't run very well, they're not going to be able to walk very well, right? The only difference is the is the leg stride, right? And so... Yes, you can't give everybody the same thing. Like I had one one client, she had gotten to a car accident and really messed up her back. And I looked at her MRI and she had so many ruptured discs and stuff. So she was a stay-at-home mom. And, and so we couldn't do a lot of strength training because it would just lock her whole body up. So I had to spend a lot of time digging into her with, you know, uh, release techniques stretching her with bands, trying to kind of, uh, you know, undo the, the tight muscles and activate the muscles that are were not activated to kind of balance her. And that was the majority of her training because she was all out of a line. I would take pictures of her. I'm like, look at you. You're like all crooked in here and, you know, harder to turn her neck and stuff like that. Couldn't bend over, like tie her shoes. If she sit on the ground, it was like a struggle to get up. So I was like, it's silly. And she had been to a lot of you know, a lot of gyms and stuff. And they were trying to help her with her losing weight and stuff. And I told her, I said, if you fix your posture or get it better, your digestive system will work a lot better and you will digest food easier. I trained her for like three months and she lost, I can't remember what she, no, I don't know what she, she lost probably 13 pounds without really having to change her eating and stuff. 
And uh, but I only saw her like you know at the most twice a week, so I didn't really didn't get to get to really you know go at her all the way. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'd stretch the crap out of her, dig into her, and and uh, you know took pictures of her, and I'm like, look, now you're straight up and down. You're not over here so much anymore. And um, so, yeah, so you have to. Train so sometimes you have to. So is it sometimes you have to kind of that it's going to change over time too. You have to sort of figure out what the underlying issues are. And then maybe eventually somebody's going to be doing different things, but you have to, you got to yeah. figure out what your underlying situation is. It sounds like. Right. Yeah. You got to use kind of like systems. You got to start out. Okay. The foundation is, is like, if they got imbalances, right. If they got injuries and stuff, right. And they can't move and their and their body can't, you know, move through its gait cycle very well then you have to, you should be addressing that first because all they're doing is just, they're just reinforcing if they just want to go right into the, most people go right into the strength or weight training, right? Because they want the, they want the physical looks, right? Or they want to feel strong, which is fine, right? But it's like building a house. You wouldn't start with the roof first, right? And then lay the foundation. You got to lay the foundation and then go from there. So people don't realize that you can build a lot of health related results through physical therapy work right because the more you can the more you can uh, take a, a limb through its range of motion and it's more pliable you build strength through range of motion and when muscles are, are when when skeletal structures are out of alignment and muscles are tight you know the body's nervous system is guarding something and it won't release the tension so if it's pulling on somebody's rib cage let's say here's the rib cage is pulling their body like this right and you can not not, not merely see this with a physical eye you maybe see on an x-ray unless it's really bad, right? It's putting compression and everything on their organs and stuff. So it's making their organs, you know, work that much harder. You know, they can't, they don't have as much natural daily energy. They can't breathe as easily. Uh, they have to always get up or sit down one way, right? So, you know, it's best to, to address that first. And yes, it's not something that happens overnight. You know, it's, it, it takes time. And it doesn't necessarily get perfect either, depending on the extent of it, right? But Somebody who's got surgery and stuff, they have a lot of scar tissue in here, yeah. right? Scar tissue doesn't scar tissue doesn't move very well, so you have to you have to break that up in here, and you know, un, un, you know, undo the muscles that have been overcompensating in order to move a joint through its range of motion. So, so on that front, with this being like this is sort of a a journey, you got to go through the various stages and sort of to get where eventually maybe you want to be in terms of being able to do other things fitness wise. Mm -hmm. What do you say to someone that just is really frustrated with their situation and they just are struggling? How do you keep them? How do you get them to feel confident and motivated to be willing to go through all of that? And, and, and what would you say to someone that feels like their mountain is a pretty big climb to get where they want to be? Well, I would say first and foremost, is I would say let's step back and uh, you know, and uh, I don't. That's where I kind of would like qualify somebody. I kind of talk to them about you know what's their lifestyle like, right? Uh, if they've tried like all kinds of things or something and they're really stuck, you know, I okay, let's look at the the major thing. Why what what are you doing and why are you doing it, right? And are they really doing what they say they're doing, or they try it a little bit and they just throw in the towel? Right. Uh, you know, one of the things, you know, train people and stuff, you know, you give them all the homework and they're not a lot. Sometimes they don't do it. Sometimes they have to do things on their own when they're not, you know, not with you and stuff. 
right? Like they, okay, here's your meal plan, follow this, right? But when they go home, they kind of don't follow it, right? And then they come back and say, you know, how much do you weigh today? And you should be on track. You should be here. Well, I'm here. Well, what happened? Well, I did this and this and this. And so I'm really frustrated. I'm like, you're frustrated because you don't, your intentions mentally, it starts mentally. What do you intend? What do you intend to do out of it? Right? So, you know, there's some, some people exercise a lot because they're trying to change their self-esteem. They don't like the way their life is. So they may try to change the external body to feel better. And they may get some results with it, but what I, you know, when they get stuck, I say, what are you trying to change about? What is it you don't like about yourself that you want to change? Why don't you have to change it in your head? You, you can't change it out there. You have to change it in your head. Then it becomes much easier to change physically because they're not so obsessed with it. You can't be obsessed with the getting to this goal. You have to look at it. I look at it as a skill to learn. When I was training for martial arts and fighting and stuff, and I would go to training. Sometimes you train three times a day. You know, you space it out, you know, over the period. And it was really grueling. Uh, the training was a lot harder than fighting. Uh, you know, you, you train in wrestling, you train in kickboxing, you train in jujitsu. You had different coaches for that. You got strength and conditioning. And you're like, man, I'm beat. But I always liked it as learning a skill. Like I felt like if I had to go and exercise because I didn't exercise in three days or I was stressed out and I have to release some tension on my body. Every time I did that personally, I never got better. Like I would go to the gym, right? And I'm like, okay, I got to go to the gym today because I didn't go yesterday and I really feel guilty when I don't go. And so I'm trying to figure out in my head what workout to do, right? And um, I bring my book, I go to the gym and I go to the gym and I think I have this workout ready to go and the gym would be so packed, I couldn't even get to the, the equipment I needed. So I'd have to make up something, you know, kind of on the fly. And I'd leave going, that was stupid. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done. It didn't do anything for me. But when I would go to the gym with the mindset of, I'm going to, okay, today is, uh, you know, deadlift. I'm going to, today is a deadlift day or something. And I have a goal. Uh, I got a deadlift 450 pounds and uh, that's my last set. And, um, you know, that, that would prompt me to be more, I would have much better results in the gym, you know, and then I see my goals and stuff because I was, I was testing things. You know, I was looking at how things worked and stuff. I wasn't doing it for the, because I feel like there was something bothering me. I wanted to know how I didn't care. Like I didn't care how long it took. I didn't care the way I looked. You know, um, I didn't care how big my arms are. I don't I didn't care about that. But, you know, so it all kind of comes down to your intention. You know, what are you trying to accomplish with it? And you just got to be patient. I've got a lot of clients who never exercise in their life. To them, they look like complete crap. They, you know, wanted to do something for themselves. So they set a goal and said, uh, you know, in three months, I'm going to train. I'm going to commit for three months. And um, I just want to feel better and I want to lose some weight. Okay. Well, how much weight do you want to lose? I don't know. I want to be, I want to lose 15 pounds. Okay. That's easy. In three months? Yeah. I said, all right. So what do you want to weigh? And they tell me the number. And um, I know in my mind, I'm like, that's not your ideal body weight, but if that's the goal you want, I'll help you get it. And I'm like, all you have to do is just show up. Do what I say, 
don't analyze it. If you gain a pound, you know, one day and one day it was down, don't freak out. Just relax. And one guy came to me and towards the end of this thing, well, he was ahead of his goal. He lost, he wanted to lose 15, 16 pounds. Well, he ended up losing 22 pounds in 15 weeks. He trained four days a week with me and he was in his mid fifties, not very coordinated. And uh, didn't really have any body injuries and stuff like that, but he had screwed up posture a little bit. A lot of people do. I mean, I have a little bit of it. And uh, he told me before training one day, he's like, you know, I have so much energy now. I feel totally different about myself. He's like, I look at my life. He said he looked at his life differently. He's like, I actually wake up with a purpose. That was weird. He goes, I have, I'm married. I have three kids. And he's like, I used to wake up thinking, man, all I'm here for is just to provide a paycheck for him. And I'm like, what? And so it totally just made him see life differently. I love and that. I still talk to him. I still talk to him. And uh, yeah, he's just like a totally different person. Yeah. So it, I was like, that's kind of what it made him kind of. That's part of, that. the, it, part of the part of the journey. It's not just about the physical aspect of it. It's yeah. a life journey. It's like mel- making healthy decisions and stuff and that's, healthy relationships. That's, that's what we talk about here. This is all about this isn't just about getting from A to B. It's about what is it, you know, trying to get to that place in our lives where this is just where things are different permanently, not, you know, not as a yeah. temporary one off. Well, listen, Rich, um, we are getting close. I know I've kept you over time, but I want to make sure people know you have a ton of great content online. Where can people find you if they want to look you up? Well, you can go on Facebook. I have a, a page there called uh, Peak Life Wellness. You can reach me there. Uh, you can reach me um, on uh, Instagram. There's a, if you just search Rich Alton, I think it says Rich Alton Martial Arts because I use that more for my martial arts stuff. I have a website. If you type, if you Google uh, Rich Alton uh, performance, I come up right away. And I have a YouTube channel uh, that's uh, Reality Fighter TV. So that has a lot of instructional videos for martial arts and stuff. That's so. Cool. I will say this: so- the one last thing is like it kind of goes back down what you're trying to use the fitness and wellness. You can be fit, but sometimes people aren't well, and there there's an overlapping. The idea tried to me is to try to overlap them. You know, some people need to exercise to release their stress. I personally, that doesn't work for me. I always use the exercise as a science, as a laboratory, but that's, that's just me though. That's, but uh, I, I say that, you know, again, it comes down to intention and, and, and purpose. And, and if you, and pay attention to what you're doing, you know, if you don't feel something's right, if you training for a long time and something's happening, you don't feel, you know, stop and, you know, and, and research it and say, okay, what is going on with this? You know, I, I looked at a lot of that stuff and I'm like, hmm, and some of it I just threw out the door. I'm like, I don't, this doesn't work for anymore. Throw it out the door. Body will always adapt to the demands placed upon it. I love that. I love that. That's, that's such a great perspective. And it's a very different than what a lot of people are hearing when they're just uh, walking into a gym and getting thoughts on how they should be getting fit. So I love all of that. Rich, find thank you. people. Yeah. Find people. Find people who, who have done or, or are doing what you want to do, right? So if you find somebody who looks the way you'd like to look and say, how'd you get there? I want to look like that or whatever. That's whatever great. That's great. Rich, thank you so much again for coming on. I hope you'll come back another time. I feel like there's a lot more to talk about. Um, but Definitely. thank you again and appreciate you being here. 
You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Real Keto Talk. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on this podcast? All you need to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want related to keto. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time for Real Keto Talk. See you next time.